And we back. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Women's Intuition. It's your favorite podcasters. You already know who it is. It's your girl Taylor. And it's Lex, aka Penelope, aka Squirrel, aka Taylor's twin flame. Whatever who are you today? <laughs> Whichever one of those you want me to be. I love it. What's been new, girl? What's tea? I don't have too much exciting stuff to report on. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my mom. It was her birthday. Happy birthday, Micah. So we celebrated that. Um, and then Mother's Day is around the corner. It's always a very stressful month for me. Yeah, okay. around this time. Um, and for Mother's Day, my mom was simple. She just wants money. Uh, she's <laughs> trying to do renovations for the house. So that's what she's putting all her energy into. And my aunt is... <laughs> She's milking it. She said, all I want for Mother's Day this year is for everybody that I had a hand in raising to come to church with me. Oh, that's a good one. So she's been texting us. She texted us in the group this morning. She said, hey, everybody, service is at nine o'clock. Well, actually, let me let me get you her exact words. Period. I feel you, KK. Her Don't exact play with words were... Um, please meet up there at 845 so we can sit together as it means nothing if I can't lord it over the other commoners that my family actually showed up. Period. So she's ready <laughs> She's ready to stunt on her church folk with the crowd that she brings with her mm-hmm. to celebrate her, I guess, at church. So this might be my first time at church and like, like not for a funeral over a year i don't know i'm about to say i feel like last year you you went to church for something with your aunt did i i feel like it was something i don't remember maybe two years ago i think maybe two years ago yeah Yeah. so that's where i'll be on sunday well what's up with you if i wasn't gonna be here or if i was gonna be here i would be at church too um but i'm not gonna be here i'm doing a little girls trip with mel and my sister Mel is so, her mother. Yeah, sorry. It's my mom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, that's all she really wanted was a girl. She was like, we should do a girl's trip. And then I think next year she's wanted to do a girl's trip with, you know, her sister has two daughters. Okay. So I was like, why we all never went on a girl's trip? She was like, I don't know. So she wants to do that next year. So, that's but, cute. you know, we still got her a little gift, though. Yeah, you know, so cute. I was just like, y'all just make sure y'all remind me to put it in my suitcase mm-hmm. or when we get there she's not getting a gift y'all so, flying or driving we're driving oh, okay mm-hmm. i think it's like six and a half hours okay so yeah i told my mom i can dri- i can do a good four hours by myself with yeah. no help you know but after that yeah I y'all mean, have to pitch t- in your sister ain't good for nothing oh she, she ain't, ain't driving she ain't gonna lift a finger Mm-mm. then she didn't want to complain about how many hours she was like oh let's go here uh such and such as seven and a half hours and i'm like are you driving like, like you gonna get behind the wheel at right all? but yeah so that's pretty much it um we had a game we lost one game on sunday and won one y'all your girl got a grand slam you do you feel yourself getting better yeah i do you're really you know my coach he was like you yeah he was like you way better i was like appreciate you now yeah. i don't know if i can ask you this because i don't know if any of them listen but which team do you like the most which which chemistry is better, your old team or your new one? I fuck with my old team. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. My new team, everybody is cool. Like it, we even said it, we was like we are so lucky that everybody is cool and like we clicked, you know. Mm-hmm. But my old team, they bring the vibes. Okay. Like you know, we be getting lit. At, we maybe, used to get lit after the game. You ain't got drunk with this team yet. We be trying. Like they all be on like different. A couple of them don't drink. It is it is a girl on my team who we be getting drunk with, and she, me and her, we click click. So okay. that's who I be like kind of vibing with. That's much. actually the person who remember I was telling you about the blonde date the other day. That's who mm-hmm. set me up on the blonde date. So let me tell y'all, I, I got some tea. Say. Hold on, okay. okay. So when it was Cinco de Mayo Friday. I was like, I was slick outside on Friday. Like, I got off work, went to Tim Lizzie's with my homegirl. Well, her friend, our mutual friend, she had just graduated nursing school. So, we was kind of celebrating, like, two things. Left there, was already tipsy. My teammate hit me up, and she was like, hey, um... My husband's homeboy trying to holler at you. So, mind you, I had met him because we had a scrimmage with 
them like a couple days before so like i had seen him in person but like he wasn't trying to talk to me he wasn't spitting no game so i ain't think nothing of it you know so she was like pull up we can drink or whatever she was at a little mexican spot pulled up i'm not gonna lie he's my type physically like he's biracial like he had he, he's I'm, I'm just being because y'all always be being funny about no, like saying, my type that you are leaning into yeah me. so he's like physically my type and what like what he makes with white and black and but he's black. raised by the niggas yeah saying, that's not a fun yeah mix, so okay. um get there i'm not gonna lie y'all like you know how you could just tell somebody is like cool the vibe is cool everything is cool but he's just not the nigga like he's just not the one like y'all click like as far as like conversations and talking wise but like the more you talk is also the more you realize i'm not really feeling it like that have you ever had like that happen to you before yeah definitely. okay yeah so like everything was clicking cool vibes as we're talking he's like yeah i got five kids you know i don't mind nobody with kids you're like fuck yes but five yeah <laughs> no the thing is it don't even be the kids i mean how many baby mothers five i think it's like three he was telling me one live in this state two live in this state one live here i was like I don't know if I could do it. And he's convincing me why I should continue to talk to him. He was like, you don't got to worry about being stepmom. Like, you don't got to worry about taking care of my kids. He's, they he's will taking that care of. before. Yeah. He's, he probably has to convince every girl. Why, why they want to talk to him. And I'm like, you know, I'm not judging nobody who got five kids, but mm, it's giving careless. You know, it's giving like, you nothing and every girl you like. Every girl you date and you feel like I want this to be my baby mama. It's giving lack of discipline. Yes. Lack of like family values. I just and I just don't like that. So I basically like ghosted him and How you gonna ghost him and the girl and his girl. He showed up at my game. This was Friday. Yes. Bring us actually yes. So Friday he texts me when I get home. He's like, Hey, you know, making sure you made it home. Of course I responded because you know niggas is lit. I just want to make sure people don't think I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Yeah, I made it home safe. So he texts me the next morning and I didn't respond. So I'm like, Okay, I'm I'm sure he gets the hint at this point. And so my teammate comes and she was like, Hey, like um he says you ghosted him like you ain't text him back and i was just like oh yeah whatever girl he came to my game on sunday with her husband i see them get out the car and i was like i know that is not this man like so he walks over to me reaches for a hug i kind of sit there for a minute because i'm like and i was like okay let me not be rude so i get up and give him a hug and i'm just like okay this is kind of awkward so he chilling we sitting there whatever I mean, you know, granted, your girl had a great game. I was like, okay, at least I had a great game. Niggas coming to watch me play, you know? But she was like, okay, so after we left the game, she was like, girl, pull up. Like, people coming over. And she said, like, 10 minutes for me. She was like, pull up. Like, we smoking, drinking or whatever. Like, you know, we celebrating our win. Pull up. Pulled up. He pulled up. But I didn't think he was going to pull up because she was like, he about to go home. She, oh, she was okay. like, he about to go home. She was like, but we about to bring invite more people. So I was like, okay, cool. Girl, why was just us? I mean, it was fun though, but it was literally like me, him, her, her husband, and then like her family. It was other people there, but as far as like, yeah, you know. So I'm wondering why is it? You know, I feel like this isn't something that is new for you. Mm-hmm. There's been plenty of times where you've hung out with a guy, and it's like, I mean, he's great, but it's just not there. So why not give him the friend treatment then? Because he texted. I didn't. I wasn't done. He okay. texted me yesterday morning it was like hey good morning i just want to know what your intentions are with me i said i know you fucking lying that's what got it for me okay but that was a perfect time for you to say i didn't respond taylor i think you should have respond i I still don't think it's too late (laughs) by the end of the night we're going out to get drunk after this y'all by the end of the night i'm going to convince you to text this man and just be like hey i don't have any intentions with you Mm -hmm. i'm not looking so he can stop texting. I, but I told her when she, my homegirl asked me, she was like, why are you like ghosting him? I was like, he got five kids. I'm not even going to hold you. I think this might be the thing that we talk about is good practice. Practice practice being direct with him. No intentions. Nothing more than friends. I don't see it going past friends. That is, it's, it's too vulnerable. No, who to text to. <laughs> but yeah, now when he show up and ask you in person, you gonna wish you would have just texted back because that nigga gonna show that, up. But that's the awkward thing. I think we supposed to scrimmage them again, and I'm just like, now when he gets you get alone myself? and it's like, hey, you know, you never answered my question, and now you gotta tell him to his face. Uh, 
I just, now as a 40 year old man Taylor we niggas are dumb if you text me what are your intentions and I don't respond in 24 to 48 hours you slow yeah but y'all gonna be in each other's vicinity I don't I, I can see him asking you again that's awkward even if it's not right away maybe he's like alright so you so change your mind y'all gonna be, he gonna be real friendly y'all gonna be cool he gonna be like alright so now what are your intentions yeah mm. I don't know. I'll think about it. Probably not. But yeah, that's been my crazy weekend, my crazy week. Yeah. So is that what you're going to use for your intuition segment this my week? My intuition was, yeah, I follow my instinct and I ain't text that nigga back. All right. Well, we're <laughs> going to see how that goes. I'm telling y'all he going to follow up, but we're going to keep y'all posted. We'll see. We'll see. Um, let me tell you about what my intuition did for me this week. Comedy Bay, as you know, love okay. of my life, only person that love I've been messing with. <laughs> um, my man, that's not my man. A while ago, I had blocked him on everything, so we're not following each other on Instagram again. Mm-hmm. But today, I said, you know what? Let me just go look at his story because oh, he had texted shit. me. He said, "I miss you." I said, "I miss you too." I'm like, let me go look at his story. Mm-hmm. Girl, my intuition told me to do it today when there was still one hour left for it to be on the story. Girl wasn't even one hour left. It said one day. It was about to leave. I had to screenshot it. Who the fuck is that? Hold, hold, hold up. I'm sorry, y'all. I went and looked at his story. That shit said one day. If I would have looked five minutes later, it would have not been there. But it's a bad bitch in his lap. And Wait. Somebody, they said that's not somebody in his lap. This screenshot. I, this is screenshot. I, yeah, I screenshotted the story. Is that him? That's him. So that. But it look old. He got dreads now. Yeah, he does. He has dreads. I don't remember. And they're that long. Yeah. Then that then I show, I showed you a picture that we took together and I was like, look, we finally he had dreads in that picture. The I picture you showed me with him involving him was not appropriate. <laughs> no. He had clothes on. What you mean? You sent me you showed me some video, y'all, year like last year no, that she posted on Twitter. Recently I texted you a picture of us and I said we finally have a picture together. Oh, you did. That okay. Inappropriate. Yeah, okay. But no girl. So basically she posted on her story and tagged him and then he reposted it because somebody mentioned him. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh. And I sent that. And what to did him. he say? She's just a fan. Oh, okay. He that said, girl, makes sense. I know you didn't block me. I said, you don't need to reach me. You got your hands full. Best of luck, though. He said, girl, you tripping. That's the fan in Tampa. No clue of her name or nothing. You crazy. You <laughs> tripping for real. He said, so you done over a fan pick? We wasn't ever going to make it then. How am I going to have a career with no fans? LOL. I ain't going to do nothing but get more of them. I believe him. And I do not be believing these niggas' legs, but I do believe him. Why? I thought he posted it. That... I thought he posted it. I feel like that's different. But okay, regardless of if it was a fan or not, the bitch is cute, and I've seen him hit on uglier bitches. Let so me see. I just she know. don't even look all that cute to me. Oh, I mean, I you can't see her face. You just see the lashes and her hair. Let me see. I feel like that's what all niggas need. Nah, what she a got? Body, on? Look, at the, look at the belt. She lame, bro. <laughs> Wait, let me see the, the way a girl dress tell you everything you need to know. Why she got on that belt like we in the two thousands? <sighs> That made me feel a little bit better. It's not giving. I don't know. So anyways, my intuition told me to go look at that nigga page right when I did. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and blocked him. It's a toxicity and... for me for in, within the next, the, the first 20 minutes of this episode. Oh, you mean yours? Both of us. Oh, okay, I was about to say, because don't <laughs> act like you was just mispolitically correct over there. You know, I got me a biracial. No, <laughs> but yeah, girl. So that's how my intuition is doing me. Okay. Um, so I'm just ready to start over. There's no one on my bench. There's no one I've been texting. Wait, you really cut him off for that? Not for Probably official. temporarily. Yeah, okay. temporarily. Yeah. But, but either way, it kind of it just kind of opened my eyes. Because even if he is telling the truth, it still is like, girl, this is not your man. What are you reserving mm. yourself? Because he's not saving himself. I told you about last time I was over there and I felt his back and he had scratches on it. Mm. And I said, I said, who was scratching your back? He was like, uh, it was my back scratch. I remember <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> now dumb. that I don't believe. <laughs> exactly. So like, even if it wasn't her, it just reminded me that he's fucking other bitches. Mm-hmm. And what am I holding off for? Like that's true. What am I doing? So back at square one, guys. But okay. yeah, intuition. 
Alrighty, well, let's get into some of these topics. So, okay, we're going to try to run through these yeah. because we got somewhere to be. Um, and it's already been 15 minutes. I know, bitch. <laughs> so we got 40 minutes. All right, so I want to talk about something that I'm sure any of our male listeners would be interested in talking about. And it's sweet gestures towards men. How often or how soon are you doing a sweet gesture for a guy that you're into? Immediately, once you give show me a gesture, I'm giving you a gesture back. Like, I just did one. Okay, so yeah. they just got to do it first and you're like, okay, I'll yeah. return And I feel like that's because a man is the one pursuing. So I feel like in my eyes, when you pursue me and you show that you like me, you're going to show that whether it's taking me on a date, whether it's doing something small for me, a gesture that goes to show you like me. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like anytime somebody does a gesture for you like that, you should return the favor. Okay. I like so that. like, yeah, recently, um, I had a guy take me out on a date and I'm like, okay, cool. So literally like the next week or the couple days after I cook for him. Really? Yeah. Hmm, we'll have to get into that later (laughs) but i think that was a fair trade you know like a good gesture yeah so okay so what about a gesture like um me at least when i'm talking to guys a lot uh a lot of them lead with money so whether it's sending me money to get my nails done Mm -hmm. or sending me ten dollars for starbucks in the morning little Mm -hmm. stuff like that just money here and there would you ever do that for a guy yeah like yeah here's money for a haircut for sure i'll definitely send you money like here's lunch like here's you know this hope you have a better day i haven't done it but i will i would do it okay yeah i have done it before i I think i sent my ex like money for a haircut or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna say he was offended but i don't think he was super impressed he was like girl you could have just kept that i was gonna send it right back Mm because he used to send me money a lot so i feel like he wanted his gestures and like um other ways like yeah know? like thing like actual if i sent him money most likely acts. later that week he's sending me somehow he paying for it that and more back mm-hmm. so it's like all right we just pass some money back and forth now do something different yeah like, but that option is not my preference mm-hmm. like when it comes to gestures i am more so like a hands-on type of thing like i would prefer to do something for you okay yeah i think i'm like a gift giver i always want to give people stuff so like mm. even like you know, for the longest, my mom has worked at Clorox. So I've always gotten like free stuff, freebies mm-hmm. and everything. And I've always wanted to take him stuff over there. Because I'm always giving stuff out to people, my coworkers, my friends, family, anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. it's free and we just have a lot of it. But I noticed that I never did just because it's like, what has this nigga done for me? Yeah. And it sounds bad, but no. also it's like ain't nobody trying to be used like i reciprocate what he gives to me mm-hmm. so yeah for you know we'll go to the movies and he'll pay for us to get into the drive-in or we'll hang out but like i'm always doing stuff on that level he's mm-hmm. never given me a gift so it's like i wasn't just gonna go out of my way to give him a gift yeah i don't know i just didn't see that happening I mean, I agree. I think when it comes to dating, like it should be a you should both be benefiting. Yeah. Like I think that's a relationship. I think that's that's what dating is. Like you show how much you care about somebody and like if somebody shows you one gesture, I do think you should like return the favor. Mm. But if you're not showing me gestures that you like me, what I look like going out of my way to do stuff like that for you. I agree. I think it really is like a, a energy thing. Like and it's not about to be like like conniving or like naive or just like mean like oh so you just don't like him like that you just don't want to do nothing for him because he don't do nothing for you yeah i was that's what people gonna say y'all yeah are so tit for tat it's so transactional but yeah it, it was transactional from the start dating is transactional you were doing things to try to get my attention so that mm-hmm. in return i would give you my attention right like yeah it's been transactional. and not about not even about like money wise like just you know for example you give me a massage or i massage you you rub my feet the next day i feel like that's really some i'm returning the favor you yeah. know like you cook for me one day i cook for you you take me out i take it's just uh it's really an energy thing like receiving thing for me when it comes to dating okay mm-hmm. so what about taking men on dates i know oh, that's yeah. your jam so i am a date 
take her out or i'm gonna take a guy out taylor on a date. really loves to take him out i on love a date. it like especially if they're taking you out on dates like i'm not about to be offering somebody to go on a date if he ain't never in his life offered to take me on a date you know i remember the first time you were gonna take a guy on a date and mm-hmm. you were nervous it was on our old I podcast i was so nervous and you were like like what do i do mm-hmm. like where should i take him blah 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 and that was like your jam I'm i like, love it i just love because niggas do not be like they be shocked because a lot of women, they really don't feel like they should be spending money on men when it comes to dates. I'm the total opposite. I'll say I, I definitely dropped the ball in that area. <clears throat> but I think I like to do a lot of stuff like at home. So like, um, ooh, maybe I need to get better than that then. Because like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I do for guys revolves mm-hmm. around the holidays. So in October, mm. on Sweetest Day, if I'm fucking with somebody... I go all out on Sweetest mm-hmm. Day. Like, I get certain things, like, personalized things, like, that I just know is something that they like. Mm-hmm. And then I provide dinner, and we do something at their house, and I set it up over there. Like, that's fun to me, but I don't know the last time that I just randomly... You know what? Old boy hit me up the other day, and he was like, take me to go to the movies to see Guardians of Galaxy. That's exactly how he said it. He just texted mm-hmm. it that way. And I was just like, okay, yeah, sure. What time? Like... Mm-hmm. Because I don't know who just... is who is oh boy oh okay no I'm like wait you said it like it was so free like you got a new old boy no it's him okay yeah I and love I a good like, movies I psh, I'm a movie ass bitch yeah you know we love going to the movies yeah. together so I was like yeah sure and it's like... cheap like not you know like mm. I feel like it's I'm not I will take a guy out on a date but mind you I'm not going to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars you know like I'm doing something like the movies I like to do like bowling or I like when girls do the more thoughtful dates you Mm -hmm. know like even planning a pick or some stuff that you know a guy is not gonna pick for himself Mm -hmm. too so I think I'd I'd be wanting to do stuff like that but I'm forgetting that it's as simple as taking somebody to put shack or to dinner Mm -hmm. or something I could do that but like I want to take a guy on a picnic or I want to do something where it's like this level of detail that he probably wouldn't do for himself but Mm -hmm. it's fun for us to do together yeah those are the kind of dates that i want to take guys on for me even when a guy's taking me out on a date i'm i'm telling y'all when i when i really like a nigga like i'm going to give off that energy so like if a guy's taking me out on a date i'm up either like pay for parking Mm -hmm. you know or like i'm gonna pay for the tip like or you know you buy food i'm gonna go 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 over here to the bar like buy a shot's Okay. I'm that type of person. Like, say, yeah. I'm not about to have you spend money on me the whole night and I don't contribute to nothing. Yeah. Like that's just me as a person. I just feel weird about doing stuff like that. And I wanna do that for you. And that's me too. I don't know if I just naturally want to do it, but it's more so of like a see here, I did this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like it just it makes me feel better yeah. that I did something and I'm not just like mm, say I'll take care of ballet or I'll yeah. tip here or whatever. But But I'm not gonna lie, like say I go on a date with a guy that I'm really, really not feeling like that, I might not reciprocate that energy. Mm. So that's how I know like if I really, really like you, you gonna feel it. Yeah. You're gonna be like, Oh she she got the tip. Okay. And it make you leave a good tip, you know, because he paying for the meal $100. I'm like, let me leave $30, $20, you know, like, mm. cool. So, yeah, I'm a date type of bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, for the next topic, I want to talk about how I am convinced that unconditional love is a dumb bitch sport. Okay. <laughs> Do you believe in unconditional love? It, I think it depends. Like, relationships, what? family, friends, all that is different to me. I think when it comes to friends and family... I'm more so an unconditional lover type of person Mm -hmm. with relationships. It ain't always unconditional for me. I honestly don't. I think the only person that I believe in unconditional love with is probably my mom Mm -hmm. and my unborn child. Mm -hmm. And even then I'm like, okay, what if my unborn child grows up and God forbid shoots up a school or like, becomes like an incel or a terrorist or something i don't see my i don't know mm-hmm. i feel like there's conditions i feel like for me there's conditions in everything like i don't know because i even family like yeah if they are disrespectful if they're toxic if they've never been there like i, I there's i'm okay with cutting them out of my life and you can yeah. say like a, well yeah but you can still love them i don't know um I, when it when i say unconditional with friends and family it's the people i talk to every day even I'm friends. not unconditional. It depends on the situation. For me, I've all, in my mind, I've always 
like thought and was and kind of grew up fucked up people need love too mm-hmm. and i've seen my mom stay by people's side in their most horrible state like growing up my mom used to like her friend like i remember she had like she even my uncle not to put like my family business out but like my uncle's an alcoholic and i don't know if you know what real alcoholics look like and what they do that shit is crazy you know so for my mom to still never ever ever not be by my, my uncle's side i feel like that's like you know like that's unconditional love you know even like my mom has taken in people like let them live in her house because they either like don't have nowhere to go or they just like struggling but they're kind of they're not great people all the time But I just feel like just because people are like fucked up or not good people, that don't mean they don't need people in their lives, you know? I do agree with that. Like the addiction and everything. I also have mm-hmm. a who struggle with addiction. Um and alcohol, they can do some up other things. Stuff. Yeah. You like, know? Even I'm not gonna lie, like even if like my kid did something like fucked up, I don't know, like I will probably still be in their life only because I know I'm the only person they got. You know, like, Think there's nobody son, else. Your son is Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Like, I mean, he don't have no... That's my son. Like, I birthed him. I, he came out of me. He has no one else in his life. I'm going to go see him in, in prison. Like, I don't agree with what he did, but that's my son. That's my blood. Like, I feel like I would... I feel like I would be judged like by God, like if I don't protect my son, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking like God might understand that one. I mean, I just think is who am I? Like I can judge and I feel like Jeffrey Dahmer, that's some different type of crazy stuff. But first of all, I definitely think he had a mental disease. Like, let's start with that. First of all, I don't think he was saying I'm not excusing what he did, but he was definitely weird and fucked up mentally Mm -hmm. but like i'm not gonna tell you i would never go see my son if he was like that like i'm not gonna tell you i would never ever visit him in prison okay so i feel like your unconditional love is very solid when it comes to family yeah and friends friends, yeah so more solid with family though i'm not gonna lie so let's talk about romantic relationships Mm -hmm. do you think that it's as easy for you to practice unconditional love and i'm gonna read so according to the internet's it says unconditional love is known as affection without any limitations or love without any conditions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that would be possible for you romantically? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I could be unconditional. I think it would be limits. Like it would be. It's certain stuff you can do that I would be like, okay, like, but it's certain stuff. If you do it to me, I'm not, I'm not fucking with it. So, like, could you look through your your partner develops a gambling problem mm. and keeps gambling away money? You sticking by his side? It depends on how. And it dep- I think there are limits. Like, if if it's fresh, you know, like it's, it's your fresh. husband, y'all got a kid together. Mm-hmm. We're talking about married more than five years, and y'all have a kid together. Kids young, mm-hmm. so y'all have this family unit. Mm-hmm. And he develops a gambling problem or some kind of addiction. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd be able to love him through it? Or is that a situation where it's just like, I got to get out of here? I think I could. I think my intentions could be to love you through it. Okay. I think until like it starts possibly like affecting like, like if we ain't, if we homeless now, mm-hmm. you know, now we got a problem. But if it's like. I don't know it hasn't really affected like our entire lives like we don't got to get up and move I can try to get through it with you because that's that's real life stuff you know like through sickness and health Mm -hmm. so I think that's one of those like yeah I'll probably try to yeah figure it out that would be my intentions to try to like get through it with you so what made me even think of this topic was I think that and I hate to talk about them but Krishan and Blueface Mm mm-hmm on her end, no, no, that don't count. she has, I feel like she has unconditional love for this person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he does to her. doesn't matter what he says to her. doesn't matter how much he embarrasses her. She'll even get on the line and like, yeah, he's saying all this mean things, but he loves me. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, this is a dumb bitch sport. Because there's no way that I could unconditionally love a man, no matter what he, how he treated me, not expecting. Because also, I've, I've been re- I was reading about unconditional love today, and mm-hmm. it's like, 
where you do just do things out of love, not respecting, expecting anything back. So mm-hmm. she's loving Kim, not expecting the love back. She doesn't care how much he mistreats her. And I'm just like, is that what unconditional love looks like? See, I don't think so. I think I don't think so, Lex. Because I definitely don't think he has love. His isn't love. But I think, do you think it's infatuation? I, I or? think, I don't know about on her end. I don't know. For him, definitely, it's not unconditional love. But for her, for, for one, I can't tell. It's so blurred with them. I don't know if she's doing this for clout or not. You know, yeah. so, like, I really don't know. Like, they young. Like, people will date somebody for years just to, like, still be val- uh, known in the, whatever it is in the social media world. So, with them, like, I really have no idea. But, like, if it was a real-life situation... I feel like that's not unconditional love. Like, I feel like that's like kind of like abuse, like manipulation to a certain extent. Definitely. But also, do you remember when we were that young and like in love with our guy? I know you were ride or die for your guy. Yeah, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't. Exactly. That's that why I'm like, like, I never dated nobody that talked down to me. So like, just, I don't know. That was your person. You just knew that was your person. I, I did, but I've also been in a situation where even before him, I dated somebody and like I thought that was like not my person, but like I you thought were, I was in love yeah. until some disrespect came and I left. That's why I'm like, it, disrespect. If you disrespect me directly, I'm done. So my like, thing is, I don't feel like it's unconditional then. Because let's say they disrespect you, but you know, everybody has their moments. Mm-hmm. So if they disrespect you, even if they cheated, you know, mm-hmm. and they apologize and it's a mistake, can you work through that or are you gone? Because I feel like that's a condition for if you. If I'm married, I can, if I'm married, yes, okay. I can work through that with you. Yes, okay. if we're married. But like, if you just cheating on me like and that doesn't mean i love you less Mm -hmm. like i if i have to break up with you i still love you Mm -hmm. like i just can't be with you because i don't trust you but i still unconditionally love you like i feel like you know it took me a minute to like not love my ex like i still loved him like Mm -hmm. unconditionally you know like it was times where i was like i don't care if you got a new bitch like i'm still we were still trying to make the shit work work around it but because he ne- it was never no disrespect directly to me like i feel like even if you cheating on me the situation that happened with that i like your intentions was not to hurt me intentionally you know mm-hmm. what i mean so like i can't really be like oh he really tried to like break my heart and like oh my god i don't think he purposely was like i'm trying to break this bitch heart you mm-hmm. know but i feel like if you intentionally you're like disrespecting me you online talking crazy about me if i can't trust you what you gonna say about me in a room i don't know if that's like goes in between unconditional i feel like that's like abuse yeah verbally to a certain extent yeah honestly i don't really recommend unconditional love to anybody in any relationship Mm -hmm. but also i think that comes up with how we were raised differently you know like and i i mean i had a let's i I did have a great childhood i think that i always felt like there was always a lack or there was always i don't know this is why i'm such a people pleaser like from a young age it was always like um i feel like i had to be good or else you know like maybe nobody would love me and it was mm-hmm. all in my head i think my family would have loved me unconditionally would have they would you said i think right exactly yeah. but back then it, i didn't feel that way but because mm-hmm. it was like you know my mom never came around so when i was around other family i was with my aunt and them mm-hmm. so it's always like i knew i had to be on my best behavior or else so it wasn't i just never felt 100 percent comfortable like maybe my cousins would because mm-hmm. you know this is our house we feel comfortable me i just always felt like the outsider kind the, of. the condition was that i'm on my best behavior and then i behave well and mm-hmm. it and nobody did that intentionally that's just how i internalized it and yeah. it shows up in my life now and it's like i don't feel like i could just give that and i just feel like you probably had it in abundance mm-hmm. where you were i had i had unconditional love but i don't think i had i was confident in that that's what it was yeah. as a kid you had this confidence of like you know and you saw your mom do it and mm-hmm. you saw so i think that's probably why because i don't i don't yeah. see it happening yeah, I definitely think it's from my mom. Because even my dad, like, he wasn't... My dad is not an unconditional love type of person. Like, the crazy thing is, my parents have been divorced for, what, maybe, like, 10 years? My mom talks to his side of the family more than him. Mm. So, like, my dad is one of them, like, I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. I don't talk to you. I don't talk to you. If I see you every day, I see you every day. It is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how my dad is. But my mom... Bro, when I say my mom got so many people in her life that she's had for years and like she can call 
any like she talks to them on a regular basis like they can call each other for something she can call them for anything like and that's just what I saw all my life like solid Mm -hmm. people in her life you know so I think that's why with me it's like the people in my life look we unconditional like it is what it is you know so that's just how my mind is like I fuck with y'all I love y'all I ain't it ain't nothing my friends or family could really do for me to be like nope that's it especially after all this time you know after mm-hmm. all these years so yeah okay I feel mm-hmm. you. well on that note let's go ahead and head to break okay let me whenever you're ready let me get my topic what was the topic and we back y'all we finna do a fucking segment (laughs) you you already know which one take it away all right bet so wild or wild not lex if that man isn't taking you out on dates then y'all are not dating (laughs) why (laughs) wild or wild not that is wild. The the statement isn't wild. Wild mm-hmm. not is my answer for that because I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I think that is so wild because I just am just rethinking everything <laughs> after hearing that. <laughs> what do you think? Um, It's not wild. And like when you see stuff like that, it kind of make you like realize shit, you know, and that should be hurting. Yeah. And it don't hurt until somebody points it out. Yeah. You know what? I prefer to be in the house, boot up, smoking. You be saying that. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. Like, I just, it's more comfortable for me versus going somewhere I've never been. Mm-hmm. Having to get dressed up. I might not like, like how the outfit looks. I don't want to mm-hmm. run into somebody I might know. I don't want to get there and he making eyes at the waitress. Like, I just, I don't. To avoid all the awkwardness, let's just I stay like, home. Let's go home and yeah. listen to some music and smoke. Mm-hmm. And then a year passes, and you're like, "Well, what? We've we? been nowhere. Are, are we dating? Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we talking? Does he care about me? Because he's never done this, but I've also never made him do this. But does he think I'm just a jump up? I don't know, Tay. That story of my fucking life." What you said as far as like being at the crib chilling, that is like a definitely a comfort zone. Like that's probably what I would prefer probably like 79% of the time. But also sometimes my like social meter comes out and like as far as just being outside, I like to do that sometimes. Like I like whether I'm by myself or whether I'm with my friends. So like of course I'm gonna want to do it with my nigga. You know, like I'm gonna want that energy with my dude i just never feel it the first few months when i'm in the butterfly stage mm-hmm. i'm trying to be all up on you oh, so like we're just, mm-hmm. and we're like just cocooned away together yeah. and then it's not until later where i'm just like damn well i mean balenciaga bay that was one right there but you know we started mm-hmm. talking during covid so it was oh, only yeah. natural that our dates were in the house we're ordering food in we're doing this mm-hmm. but then it's like wait now that outside is open why don't we go on dates yeah. like are you embarrassed of mm-hmm. me like are we what is happening and i just ugh, i hate it yeah I hate it. and i like you know i like feeling cute sometimes so like i like getting cute i like doing my hair and like playing dress up and just like you know for my dude to see and i want to go out and like we yeah. both just have fun and i don't know if that's like the homegirl in me sometimes where i just want to hang out as a friend and just like do like chill stuff and not be so booed up i don't know what that is but like i like being outside sometimes i take myself outside sometimes so it's like if i do it i don't want to do it with my nigga so yeah i do be wanting to go on dates sometimes yeah i think i need to um it's definitely a comfort zone thing for me but i think i need to start challenging myself to step outside of the comfort zone mm-hmm. and I I, I I struggle with demanding stuff just because i feel like i'm supposed to demand it because mm-hmm society and that's how you can tell if you mean something to somebody mm-hmm. but also it's like like she i do like trying new food you know what my last ex one thing that we were good about was still doing date nights mm. we would go grab food together we would go do this together we went to the petting zoo like we did stuff and you know what that was fun it was fun it's like a bonding thing it was you a know nice balance yeah you know? and then a lot of times i went over there we literally had nap dates mm-hmm. and i loved those two i love nap going dates. over there he had them blackout curtains girl i would we would be cuddled the fuck up mm-hmm. and just napping and those were amazing too <sighs> i like both so yeah i do think I, I mean i just overall think just how we was just talking about taking men on dates like and that's in just showing gestures i feel like we do that when we like someone yeah so i do feel like if a man really really likes you he's gonna want to go out of his way to like 
be out in public with you you know yeah. whether it's something small whether it's y'all going to down the street to the little restaurant by y'all house you don't gotta take me to the city every time we go out on a date i'm not asking you to spend even a hundred dollars on me for a day like sometimes i just want to go out get literally a meal and a no, drink and we gotta eat anyway there's so many choices we could go to a, mm-hmm. a food truck festival Spend $30 on some food truck food to walk around. Like, you know, like, you can go to the belt line, grab something on a belt. Like, I am not asking you to be spending all of this money on a date. Like, no, a date is literally just planning something, going out of your way, and just letting a person know you like them and you appreciate them. Yeah. I don't know. I got to find somebody who I've noticed that sometimes when I do go on dates with guys, I find them more annoying out in public. Mm-hmm. But that's why you got to know. Yeah. That really shows you how like, people act. Yeah. Like, you know? Who? Mm-hmm. CH. Mm. Not that's his nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know I, I feel it. And I'm just like, ooh, I don't like this. I've I would prefer you a house nigga. Mm-hmm. You a house nigga. It's the one time he would be a house nigga. Literally the one time. You would be a house nigga. <laughs> we just said a little couple colors things on here today. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> but no, I really think like that's that's a sign of gesture. So yeah, I feel like was the last time you went on a date? Last week. Okay, see, she bowed it. She she <laughs> She walking like she talking. Yeah, like I just feel like if a nigga like you, that's but you know what? Let me not say that too because I have dealt with niggas who I feel like they like me, but we ain't really go on that many dates either. But every guy I've talked to, we've went on a date. It might have not been consistent dates. You know what I mean? It's been some type of date. But that's the thing too. Like sometimes I'll be like, okay, what like how many dates are y'all going on? Like, you know, is but it just know, when y'all start talking? And you know, I've brought it up to guys before. Sometimes they're like, I mean, yeah, we can go on a date. You mm-hmm. just never really ask. And I'm yeah. Just like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Because so. I feel like a lot of guys do intentionally date in the beginning when they're trying to win somebody over, mm-hmm. right? But when I go into it, we're already deep in it or whatever. It's like, well, we're already doing what we need to do. So maybe they don't feel like they have to do it. And it's not that they don't want to do it, but they're just like, I mean, sure, we can. Yeah. Like, is it a date or is it us just going to grab food? Because, like, mm-hmm. at this point, it's just like, I don't know. No, nah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, no, like you said, Lex, definitely I be wanting to go out because I want to see how you act outside of the house. Like, mm-hmm. are you, how, you know, I like chill niggas, you know? So, like, how chill are you? Like, how calm, cool, collected are you when we not just in the Why house? Why are you calling every waitress and bottle girl love? Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I went to, um, Why do you think you know everybody? Like, CH went to Grindhouse one time or whatever and we get there we get to the door i even he got to the door before me and he sat there and waited for me to get to the door and i'm just like and then i just opened the door myself and i'm just like it just doesn't even cross your mind to be chivalrous like i think we were walking somewhere one time we had an airbnb and we were like let's just walk to the corner store and grab a rollo mm-hmm. and he's walking on the inside i per- i stopped us and i moved to the inside and i was just like these things just don't click for him and mm-hmm. i don't like that like, and stuff like that you probably won't know if y'all just in the house at all you know no i didn't know we were in the house yeah. like <laughs> i didn't like it at all like yeah i feel like the gentlemanness does come out the chivalry comes out when y'all are actually out the house dating. And that's something that i just want to be second nature even if we yeah. want to do with your homegirl with your mom with your sister mm-hmm. with a stranger like i just feel like it should come natural to you to want to walk on the Mm-hmm. Like strangers, yeah. Like who raised you? Strangers have been yeah. more chivalrous to me. <laughs> Thanks. Like, and I know it wasn't on no shit. Where like, I don't mean to sound cocky, but I think that I'm a little bit above other girls that he's dated. So I know it wasn't on no shit to where he didn't think I deserved it. It's just to him. He just didn't know. He don't do that. Yeah. He's literally just. He's just. A he raised by raised by before. But not even hood niggas, bitch. You know, I know hood niggas. Yeah. And them niggas is they be chivalry. chivalry as hell. I they guess. not about to let none of that shit slide. Like, yeah. so it's just, I think it's really how you raise. Mm-hmm. Mm, for sure. Yeah. All right. Last topic. Oh, we've really been talking about just dates and dating. Um, okay. So going with the flow versus asking up front, like, what are we? What are your intentions? Mm. So what what do you prefer like I guess when like dating or well no let me scratch that if you were to ask what are we Mm -hmm. how soon do you think that question should come up ideally I would ask maybe after a few dates I probably would ask um what are we if it comes to me accepting a date from somebody else 
Um, so maybe trying to establish to boundaries. figure out if you should date other people right like mm-hmm. what if somebody asked me on a date and what I'm like I well say? wait mm-hmm. so I'm gonna ask them what are we cause if we're just friends and we're playing the field and now I know you're playing the field mm-hmm. then I'm playing the field or even just to be nosy maybe I'll ask what are we to see if you're talking to other people yeah. so just to establish boundaries what about you Um, I have asked what are we Um, I probably would ask usually when I ask we probably like damn near a year in i'm gonna say what is your intention with asking yeah. obviously what are we but like is your intention wanting to be more when you ask yeah that? it's either wa- wanting to be more or like you said like well shit should i be out here dating other niggas you know like mm-hmm. can i date other niggas are you talking to other bitches that's usually what it is like what is this are we moving forward with this you yeah. know so usually when i ask i'm i'm gonna give you enough time to figure it out i've never asked like nothing less than like six seven months but you know what? i have a problem i don't really intentionally date like that mm-hmm. and um i yeah, usually end don't. up going with the flow and yeah. then i'm telling you i'm dealing with the same nigga for four years mm-hmm. and we done been on five dates i think moving forward i think my intentions will pretty much still be the same but until somebody asks me what are we I, i'm thinking we nothing you know like that's where i'm taking it now like i'm tired yeah. of asking niggas what are we like i feel like if you gotta ask you know where y'all stand you know i feel like so date other people until he come to you about like hey i want you to be my girl you know that's kind of where i am right now in life like i'm not asking nobody else what is this what are we are we dating until you set the intentions and you make the intentions clear sometimes i think that i'm just so scared to force anything Mm -hmm. or or back a nigga up against the wall to make a decision that sometimes i don't advocate for myself Mm -hmm. you know or i just let it fall to the wayside and now i'm just some girl he fucks i don't know i don't know but see that's the thing too and that's why i ask because because of like how i am like i do date when intentions you know Mm -hmm. so it's like well before i move on to the next i just want to make sure we are we solid are we like what are we doing but like you said i don't want to especially like being in a new situation like i think your first instinct is like well i don't want to get this man an ultimatum you know like i don't want to like you said back him up in the corner and like oh, either you with me or you're not like or i don't want to do that give an answer that he don't really feel exactly but also let me say this sometimes a lot of times too i get approached by guys who come straight off out the gate with intentions and they that's like true. i'm trying to take you out the streets that's I'm true i'm trying to wife you and when i tell you it freaks me the fuck out Bitch, the, exactly the nigga really, who asked me the other day oh yeah exactly like, i don't like it's that like, that's ooh, weird because right. i don't even know you to know what my intentions are it, it, it doesn't seem genuine to yeah because mm-hmm. i feel like they're doing it because they feel like that's, that's what, what we want. want yes like yes i'm gonna come in being super intentional and she'll really want me like mm-hmm. no i want you to be normal yes and i just don't know the balance between going with the flow and not being intentional but also being pushy and i don't know i think i think naturally i am a go with the flow type of person like i i think i'm a go with the flow until like i said i feel like if you are talking to somebody for a year in a year in as a woman you're gonna want to know what are we so i feel like i'll be kind of forced to ask niggas what are we but what usually happens i end up talking to somebody for a year or something Mm -hmm. and then somebody else comes in with attentions and sometimes i go for them yeah and that's what happened with my ex like Mm -hmm. Granted, he was somebody I had dated before, but I'm talking to all these other guys on and off. And then he comes in and he's like, you know what? I made a mistake back then. I'm really trying. Mm-hmm. I want you to be my girl. And then I go with him. And then it's like, oh, well, I don't know what this ever was going to be. Because right. we never actually tried to establish anything. Mm-hmm. So. And I feel like that's they lost. Like, you didn't, you know, step up to the plate. It is what it is. So, yeah. Girl, you are down bad. Stand up. <laughs> Girl, get up. Girl, get up. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let's go into movies and shows. Um, have you been to the movies lately? I know you, you're a movie. I have. We used to go to the movies together. We still be going. But... You had me go see that scary movie, what, a couple months ago? A couple months ago. Um, The last movie I've been to, dang, what was the last? I Air? feel like I had Air. You, I think, you spoke about that one. Did I see something after that, though? I feel like I did see something after. Oh, yeah, I did just go to the movies. I saw Mario Kart. Mario. 
I'm like, I know I went to the movies what recently. With Chef. Oh. No, Chef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good, too. I ain't gonna lie. But, yeah. I haven't been to the movies. I almost went to go see The Guardians. But last minute, he was like, oh, you know, me and my sister be watching Marvel together. I would have called that a bluff. But him and his sister do have a Marvel thing That's together. Cute. So, I'm like, okay, whatever. But, um... Oh, I actually watched this show. So TikTok, shout out to TikTok. Like I've been, I've been learning so much stuff from TikTok. But TikTok now they they have this algorithm where they're suggesting movies and stuff to me, and mm-hmm. I, I save them in all in a little board and everything. And it was this movie called Soft and Quiet on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Don't watch it. It's scary. It's not scary. It's just it's just very racist. Mm. The main person is this white lady and she starts off and she's like um, carrying this pie on her way to some like group event or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's a teacher. She sees a little kid outside and there's this Hispanic janitor and the janitor goes inside to mob and she tells the kid, I want you to go tell her to wait until you leave the next time she mops because you could have hurt yourself or whatever. You're just kind of watching like, what is she getting by this? Mm-hmm. It turns out she's racist. They get in there and it's a group of like-minded women. They, she takes the foil off of the pie and it's the Nazi swastika symbol on the pie. Shit. And they're just like, you know what? Black people, they're allowed to say white people are the worst or Ugh, must be a white person. They're like, and everybody's like, yeah. She said, but the minute I say black people are the worst, I'm a terrible person or blah, blah, blah. And it's it's really very realistic because they're making yeah. these arguments that you're just like. That's how they be sounding for real. And they really do meet up in groups and they just kind of like fuel each other's fire. Why do lives matter? Well, why do our lives ma- don't matter less if they're that I'm came like. That like black people started up. Black <laughs> lives matter. So I'm supposed to tell my son his life doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, all lives matter. And they're just working each yeah. other up and they end up killing somebody and it's just a whole thing and i'm just like what the fuck you ain't gotta worry about me watching that (laughs) so save your time guys um yeah i haven't been watching nothing only thing i've been binge watching is Grey's anatomy um i accidentally cut it on because i just needed like some background noise and like you know it's my comfort show and girl i ended up getting into it so now i'm like dang now that i got hooked to Grey's anatomy again Mm -hmm. um but i'm i know when i'm gonna stop because you know Grey's anatomy is currently still playing new episodes and Mm -hmm. i hate the new season like after like season like 13 i'm i I don't want to watch it no more. So I feel that. Yeah. So that's what I'm watching. And yeah. All right. Let's do our MySpace My songs. songs. Um, <laughs> y'all might boo me for this one. And I'm hesitant to say it as well. But late- no. Oh, <laughs> uh, Danny Lee. Oh. And I used to like her before the whole the baby debacle. Actually, before she got super famous and she was like a SoundCloud singer, I used to really like her. Mm-hmm. But she dropped a song called Tasty, and it's actually really good. And I'm like, okay, this is my first time downloading a song from her in like a minute. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll listen. I listen. I don't forgave people for worse. And What's I don't she doing? Bitch, oh, because of the light skin thing. Oh. But yeah. I'm like, girl. Yeah, yeah. Man. I forgot about that. I shit. feel like she she paid her dues. Everybody hates her, so she. Yeah, yeah. you know it don't take much for me to get over somebody. <laughs> but um, okay, my uh, my space song will be "Final Warning" by Genuine featuring Aaliyah. Wow, you were ready. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah so um thank y'all again for tuning in to another episode women's intuition we greatly appreciate y'all y'all you know the deal make sure y'all leave a review y'all y'all don't know what leaving a review means but we're gonna say it every episode and make sure y'all follow our instagram and twitter page it's the same women's intuition i n two i t i o n and yeah bye guys bye bye